I just love that you get to go and starting to dance during that. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you for joining us on Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. We are talking with the incredible women from the Unleash Your Inner Goddess platform. And we are in the Goddess docu-series where they're coming on live, sharing a little bit more about their stories in the, how they're in their business. We talked about in the summit, the virtual summit, talking about overcoming limiting beliefs, traumas and obstacles that they've gone through and how they're successful today. And I am so, so excited to bring on today with me. I'm gonna bring them on now. I have Nora Richardson and Kelly Smith. Yay, ladies, I'm so excited. We're actually missing one, so hopefully she pops in in a minute, Dr. Nefertina Serrano. So hopefully she joins us soon as well, but ladies, I am so excited to talk to you yet again. I love your brilliance. So let's do the Hollywood Square style. And Nora, you're right here next to me. So why don't you start by sharing what it is that you do? All right. I'm Nora Richardson. My uh, company is Spot on Branding. And I help uh, businesses really get clear on what they do by helping them uh, basically uh, relate the problem they solve with a pro with the, with a uh, Relate the problem they solve to an audience who will buy. <laughs> I love that. You know, branding is so, so important. And the longer I'm in business, the more I'm aware of how it can affect you. 
in yes, your business. It's, a, it's an incredible, it's like a whole animal in and of itself. It's amazing. It is, and so many people actually um, neglect to do the foundational pieces that will really make them successful in their uh, industry, in their world. And so it's just amazing um, to help and be able to help people really become that pivotal pillar in their industry. Um, so yeah, I love, love, love what I do. That's awesome. I know. I, I you can tell. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Kelly, I'm so excited you're here also. Please share a little bit about what you do as well. Oh, well, I'm excited to be here as well. And I get to meet Nora. I am an author and a speaker. I'm also a special education teacher. I Patience uh, of a Saint. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Patience of a Saint. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm an author and a speaker with Warrior Princes for God, and I help women overcome obstacles that they've faced and to get past their fears and move on to the life that God has for them. I also write children's picture books under the pen name Vaughn Birch. And my books aren't out yet. They're still at the publisher, but they will be coming out soon. And I came up with that name because I live in the Redwood Forest. So <laughs> Vaughn Birch became my name. I love deer. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know that was your writer's name. That is awesome. How so, that's so cute. I love it. But yeah, just, you know, um, having those, I love writing, children's books are amazing. So you not only write the other books to help people get through their fear and live on purpose, which is something I'm very passionate about, but also the children's books too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love it. What, what made you decide to write for both? <laughs> Cause it's I've, been a, I've been a Christian for over 30 years actually married to a pastor. He's been a pastor since 1986. And just all the trauma that I've been through in my life and the word of God just freed me and set my life on an amazing path. And I've just overcome so much fear in my life. And I know I'm not the only woman that has experienced this. And I know there's a lot of women that are dealing with things right now and they're looking for an answer and they're looking for a way just to deal with getting up in the morning and, and just continuing on and, and not giving up in, in their life and not turning to drugs or alcohol or, or anything else, but turning to the word of God, because really that's where you're going to find your answers. And that's where your healing's at because the Holy spirit, Jesus, you know, he's our, he's our comforter. He's our healer. And he's just waiting for us to come to him and, he he wants to help you he wants to heal you he wants to set you free from what's holding you back i love it i love it oh, so good so good it's already starting off brilliantly i love it <laughs> so let's first talk about no now i know having spoke with you on the summit what your stories are and i'm just so touched that you were both so real and raw and open about your stories not getting too much into that but knowing what you've gone through how would you say that's helped you in business in even starting business and and becoming successful 
I'll start with you, Nora, since we're Hollywood Square style here. <laughs> Um, so basically always believing in yourself. That's what I, I actually, you know, with my story, that's the key thing in my story is knowing that I knew it was best for me and where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. And that's the exact same kind of, uh, mantra that I, I used when I started my business It's like, I knew when I was in, working for somebody else, it wasn't right, didn't feel good, it didn't feel right. Uh, they weren't doing the things that I thought they should be doing. And so the only way to do that is to put your <laughs> put your money where your mouth is and go and do it and trust in yourself that you can actually go out and, and make a success. And that was 20, 20, 22 years ago. So I still have a very, um, relevant and fantastic business that I love, love, love. I love that. I think it's so important too. It always goes back to believing in yourself. And mm -hmm. one of my mantras is always, if you don't believe in yourself, borrow somebody else's belief in you just to get you through to those next steps as you build your confidence, because that's such a key point in, in being able to believe in yourself and it helps you in your business through everything. I love that. No more second guessing yourself, right? <laughs> right. As well, you. Uh, well, I can't say that. You always second guess yourself, but you come back to where you were and where you need to be and what you need to do. Um, but yeah, there's always a lot of second guessing. <laughs> we're working on that, right? We're That's right. We're always working on that part. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, what would you say to that same question? Ask me the question again. <laughs> Knowing what you've gone through in your story, how would you say that it has helped you or transformed you in being successful in what you do today? It's been a long road because you have to gain, I had, I had to gain confidence in myself again. I had to learn to love myself again. And, and once you can get to that point and, and believe in yourself and, and know that what you're going through it, it takes you to another place because now what you've been through, you can help other people through it because I wouldn't have my warrior princess for God. I wouldn't have the speaking and the writing had I not been through what I had been through in the past. So what you go through, it's, it's never in vain. God uses all your hurts. He uses all your pain and he, he brings you to a better place. And once you're there, then you're in a position where you can help others. And I think that's really what, what it's about. And it's about having hope. Mm -hmm. Without hope, you give up. You know, you, you want to die. You, you have to have hope and believe that tomorrow is better. There's something better waiting for you around the corner and you just have to hang on. And through that, it, it's able to give me the confidence to keep moving forward in my business. Absolutely. I feel a purpose. I, I feel this calling that I, I need to take what I've been through to help other women. I love it. Yes, 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 and yes. I want to touch on something really quick, though, going back. When you were talking about fear, women that are experienced that, and even men that have a fear of whatever is going on in their life, and, and it can be anything, how would you say is a way that they 
can start to overcome that? For me, it was reading the Word of God, getting the Bible out, reading and just reading and, and letting God's Word sink into your heart where it's not just in your head, oh, you know this, but you know it in your heart. You feel it and you know it and you know it and you know it. And no matter what anybody says, you know, no, this is it. This is God's Word. This is what God said. And this is what's going to get me through. And through a lot of prayer is really what's, what's taken me that you know to the next level because there was a time I, I was begging God to kill me you know and I shared that with you before the the pain had just hurt so much I didn't want to live anymore and I had two little girls that I needed to raise but yet I was begging God to kill me and thankfully he didn't answer that prayer so sometimes it's a really good thing when God says no to your prayers he knows better uh, you know, and, and he just slowly, he just healed me and, and just brought me to a place where I'm excited to be alive and I'm happy to be alive. And I look forward to what tomorrow brings. Yeah, it's fear. It can be crippling. And yes. I think there's so many different outlets and modalities that you can explore in order to help yourself overcome fear or get through it even baby steps you know building that confidence knowing that you're safe whatever it might be that helps you cross that bridge of fear into love uh, confidence feeling safe believing in yourself anything there and there's so many different things Nora do you want to add anything to that Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> what a loaded question that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, is that we all need that uh, a stability. And, you know, that's one of the th key things in my story is there wasn't a stability. So I had to actually, um, you know, create my own stability at a, at a young age. Um, you know, at 13 years old, I had to figure out what I needed to do for myself. And for five years until I got into college, I had to really kind of find my own stable place of living and stable place of doing things because I didn't want to be in the in a system in the you know foster care system. So I was living a crazy life. Um, and in some, in some regards, um, uh, a hidden life. So, um, but the thing is, is that I think sometimes when you go through things as a young child, it's just, you're able to process the stuff that's coming in at you as just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, you don't know what it, it should be. So you just take it at face value and you just act and react to the things that are coming at you. And so in some regards, I think that my life having that kind of instability in the beginning actually made me really comfortable with being unstable and, and being able to become stable as an adult. So I don't have those issues. I don't have those fears because I've already lived it. I know I can go beyond it so i'm a little bit more of a risk taker than most people because i know what's at the bottom so to speak so i'm able to kind of 
go a little farther, go a little something else in me because of that. But you've got, I think I was very lucky. I think God was very good in, in, in choosing the time that he tested me um, so that uh, I can have a much better fruitful life today because of it. I love that you differentiated between fear and I don't know if anybody caught that but in your case the fear of not being in a foster care not being caught all of that motivated you and yes. so in that respect fear was a good thing because it kept you very focused it kept you very goal-driven and it really propelled you to where you're able to be at right now where the other fear is crippling and so i think that's a great conversation about recognizing in your life for anybody who's watching how is the fear in your life is it something that can propel you or is it something that's keeping you crippled and stuck and i think if people can make that um that differentiate between those two they can start knowing how to help themselves get through it, get past it, and move move beyond it. Yes, I, I love that. I love how you just wrap that right up and, and basically, <laughs> you know, those those opposites right there. Good, good job. <laughs> Thank you. You know, there, there's the definition too. You know about fear, and I don't know who ever said it first, or I you know give credit to it. But it's, it's not that, um, or it's about courage. And courage isn't the absence of fear. Courage is still being afraid, but doing it anyways. Yeah. And so, like you said, sometimes it's taking those little baby steps. You, you just have to do it, but do it afraid. If you have to do it afraid, you know, then you still do it. And I like to use my daughter as uh, an example. She went to... Switzerland and she went on the tallest suspended bridge in Europe and it's 10,000 feet and her words exactly were mom I'm afraid but I'm doing it anyways and she has these beautiful pictures of her up on the suspended bridge and this beautiful snow-covered mountain surrounding her and all below her and she did it and she did it by herself she didn't go with friends she, she met some women while she was on the trip and they invited her to dinner afterwards. And, but she did it afraid, and she did it by herself. So sometimes it is just doing it. If you have to do it afraid, you still do it. But you do it because that's the only way you're going to get past your fears and the only way you're going to move beyond it. And if it takes little baby steps, then you take little baby steps, but you do it. Yeah, It's a muscle. You just keep working it, keep working it, you know. And then I love that story. That's the a perfect, beautiful example of doing it anyway and even though she was afraid to although it was a well some people consider it fun but <laughs> <laughs> not this cat but some people might consider that fun but she was still afraid to do it and so you know that's just a it's a great analogy of, of doing it anyway and and knowing that you can push push yourself just a little bit just a little bit you know I know for a long time, and not to get too deep into your story, Kelly, but I know for a long time you were afraid to be alone, and it took you some time to get to that point where you were able to be alone, and now you can be alone in your house in, in, at night 
with the lights off. So mm -hmm. it's it's about being okay where you're at, knowing you're okay where you're at, and then progressively moving forward. I love that. Great conversation on fear, by the way, ladies. I love it. And you can throw anything out if you feel inspired to just shout it out. <laughs> Do so. I'll share my brick story. I shared it with you, but yes. I'll share it with, with the audience. So it, it's like you, you conquer one fear, but there's always something else there, it seems like, right? Because Satan knows where to hit you. And whatever that is, that's what he always goes for. So for me, it's like it's fear. And I have this fear of bridges. Driving over a bridge or even being, this, even if someone else is driving it, but a bridge over water. That just, it just terrifies me. So I live up in Northern California. So when I want to go down Southern California, I have to go over the Richmond Bridge, which is through Oakland. And I do it anyways. And I'm real tight on the steering wheel. And I'm just like staring straight ahead, right? I don't look all over, you know? And, and I, have, I have to get myself to the point of driving over it before I get to it. It's like, okay, you can do this. You can do this, you know? So I'm going over the bridge. And... For some reason, I've done this multiple times, but for some reason that day, my phone, my map on my phone decided it was going to take me somewhere different. So I drove like an hour out of the way before I realized I should be on the 5 freeway by now. Where's the 5 freeway? So then it reroutes me and it sends me back. But it takes me back down 19th Street through San Francisco, which takes me over the Golden Gate Bridge. So then by this time, it's dark. So now I'm going over the Golden Gate Bridge in the dark. And I know from there, it can somehow take you over the five, but I don't know how to do it right. From there, my phone loops me around, takes me back through Oakland, takes me back over the Richmond Bridge. Now I'm over the Richmond Bridge in the dark, and it's getting later. So I went over three bridges over water in that day. So it's like, okay, Lord, I know you want me to get over my fear. And, you know, I, I tell my other daughter how, um, Heather, you know, she knows I'm just so afraid of, you know, going over bridges over water. And she tells her friend that, and her friend says, well, I don't know why it bothers her, because those bridges are so tall, the, the fall would kill her. <laughs> because I, I don't know how to swim, so I'm afraid to go over the bridges over water, because I think if my car goes over, you know, I don't know how to swim, I'm going to drown. And her friend's like, but the fall will kill her anyway, so it doesn't matter if she knows how to swim. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And when I'm coming back home, my map always wants to take me a different way. It's like, no, I need to go this way because I know this way. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to try this way. And so what happens? It takes me inland more. So I don't go over uh, the Golden Gate Bridge or I don't go over the Richmond Bridge. But it takes me over five bridges. And it takes me over two of them, which are drawbridges, which I've never been on a drawbridge before. And the bridges aren't as tall as the Golden Gate Bridge or the Oakland Bridge, but they're still, all of them were over water, two of them being drawbridges. And then when I'm done, then it takes me by this big body of water. So you think after going all over all these bridges, I learned my lesson, right? Okay, God, I can trust you. Okay, I need to get over the spirit. But no, I'm driving by this big body of water, and the first thing I can think of is, oh, great, if somebody hits my car, my car's going in the water. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there's a lot, I think there's a lot more bridges over water in my future because I have not conquered that fear yet. <laughs> so I think, too, God's going to put you in positions to make you get over that fear. 
certainly stretch you and build your confidence that you can do it. Yes. Nora. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I mean, I live, I live, you know, I lived in Charleston. Every time you turn around, you're going over a bridge. You can't go anywhere unless you're going over a bridge with water. So I'm like, I, I got nothing. I, I, I love bridges. I love, I love swimming. I love all these things. So nope, got nothing. <laughs> I, I grew up my whole life up until a few years ago in Southern California, and I lived in the desert. So there were bridges over water. You're lucky if you found any water anywhere, right? So that's good that you are you're pushing yourself because you know that's that's a that's courage, and um, you know we all should push ourselves absolutely positively. You don't actually grow unless you do a little more, you know, of those things that you don't want to do or think you want to do um and that's what i do all the time is i put myself in predicaments um and and things adventure i'm an adventure person so you know i i do all kinds of things um i travel and i have a, a grand time doing all the things but um and i don't i don't want to what what's your next question because I, <laughs> I could go off on a tangent about travel it has nothing to do with what we're talking about so. travel's good i love travel okay. you, know, say, you can think about what what is your bridge in life in as far as the audience you know it doesn't have to be a bridge a fear of water or whatever but you can it's a great analogy if you want to just take it at like that and think what is it in my life that's causing me to constantly bump up against where's that resistance coming from and really you can start you know eating away at it and figuring out what is the belief behind it because that's all it is and you just kind of went deeper without realizing it basically it's not the fear of going over the bridge over water it's your afraid you don't know how to swim so i can't help but think that if you learned how to swim maybe that would help alleviate some of that resistance and that fear of going over the bridge you know, there's always that deeper level. And really, if you want to look at it like that, you can just keep going. What is what is really behind that fear? And you're never too old to learn and to try new things, because I think, well, maybe one day I will learn to swim. My daughters were little. I lived in a home that has swimming pool. And I because my husband, you know, he wanted the swimming pool. I thought, well, my daughters have got to learn to swim and they've got to become fish because I don't want them drowning. And I would put them in swimming lessons all the time. And yes, they're, they're little fish. But one of the times that we had swimming lessons was at um, a community building. And they were giving swimming lessons to people of all ages. And in one of the swimming pools, there was a lady over there and she was in her 80s and she was learning to swim. Oh, and wow. I thought, well, there you go. You're never too old to learn to do something. You're never too old to learn to get past a fear or, or just to try something new. So yeah, there probably will be swimming lessons in my future. I'm never too old to learn to swim. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. This is one of my, I love asking this question to help people in many, many different ways. How would you, or what piece of advice would you give somebody that's starting in business or has been in business but wants to re kind of maybe rebrand. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, 
just to really help elevate themselves because again we're all always on this journey of life we've gone through things things are still coming our way that we get to experience and learn and add character mm -hmm. so how would you how do you would you recommend people or, or giving some advice for them to either they're getting started and or they're in business but kind of in a lull I'm, Nora I'll start with you so the very first thing that you have to know is you've got to know yourself you gotta know what you're doing, who you're doing, you know, what what you're doing, why you're doing it. Um, you've got to really understand your story and how that contributes to what you're trying to accomplish for somebody else. What's that problem that you have already solved for yourself that you now want to help uh, other people solve for themselves? So usually that is, those are the key things. And back in the day, um, you know, brands were just, you know, trying to sell you something. But these things, it's, there's too many people out there that do similar things as you do and, and can get similar results that you can. The only way to differentiate yourself and have people say, oh, my gosh, I need, I need um, Kim, I, I need Kelly, is because of your story, what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it. And, um, and that, that real kind of authenticity that you bring with that story of yours. So these are the things people want to, want to actually um, deal with people who are real, that have really lived, that are really doing the things that they say they're doing. They're really getting those results that they say that they can get. And that's what it's all about is connection and relating to those people who relate to you. So focus on relating to people. That's what I'd say. No matter where you are in your business, you really have to know who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and who is your um, people that can get the most out of what you can um, provide. I love that. That was drops of wisdom right there. <laughs> And you nutshelled it so beautifully in the beginning of that, the simplicity of what have you gone through that you can help others get through. I mean, right there, that in and of itself is the perfect blueprint of starting your business or refocusing in your business. And I'm seeing a lot of that lately, too. Have you as well, Nora, seen people Absolutely. refocusing? Not pivot. I don't want to say pivot, but refocusing in what, what's important to them in their business. Absolutely. There is a whole wave. Um, even before this whole pandemic, there's been a whole kind of resurgence of what actually is important to people and uh, what is important to the business owner as well as what's important to the consumer. And so the, it's, it's amazing um, that we are going in that wonderful direction because that's beautiful people helping people really at that base yeah that's that's some beautiful stuff i love it i want to add a little bit more to that real quick the whole the adage of no like and trust factor has been out since probably long before i was even born and i think it's really interesting that that's um, coming it back you mentioned mentioned about being authentic that is a key component right now in business people want authenticity and I, I find it really fascinating that oh well 
people want to know, like, and trust you, but here we are really pushing being authentic. Well, where was it, you know, before? <laughs> well, you know, what it was before is that anybody that you all went in front of, maybe in networking or something, you would hurry up and try to find out who they were and what they were looking for, and then you would change your story to fit what they needed. And then you go to a next person and that person would hear you talking to another person. They'd hurry up and get their story and then they would reposition what they were doing to fit that person. So that's inauthenticity. That's mm -hmm. salesy. That's that whole thing that we are, we were, we, we hate doing we, it because it feels icky to us, especially those people who are a little more um, intuitive and, you know, grounded in the earth kind of ways, right? Earthly ways. So those salesy is just icky. It's so much easier and you don't have to remember anything because if you're being yourself, then you are who you are, no matter if you're in business or in your social life or in front of, you know, Kim who needs this kind of thing or Kelly who needs this kind of thing. You're being you and they will, if you are who they need, they'll be attracted to you. And that's the beauty of really just understanding who you are. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And then you don't have to change your story a million times to fit the audience. You are you and who you're meant to attract will show up at your door knocking. And you will love them and they will love you and they will be the right person for you. They will be your loyal um, you know, brand loyalty will be like, oh my gosh, and they will be singing from the rooftops because you are exactly who they they needed and help them, and then they actually will have a bunch of new people for you. So the it's just amazing how it all works if you just actually trust that you are exactly what is needed. Yeah. I love that. Kelly, I'm going to pass that off to you. Same question. I think you need to surround yourself with people who are going to build you up, people who believe in you. And you, you, when you're trying to build a business, you don't want all that negativity around you. And you need to find that one friend that is, just really believes in you and that helps move you forward and will even hold you accountable. What did you do today to help your business grow? You said you were going to do this yesterday. Did you get it done? Just that one person that believes in you and holds you accountable can help you really build your business because sometimes you don't have confidence in, in yourself. Maybe you do in your business, but in a certain part of the business you don't. And if you find someone that can, believe in you and know that you can do it and, and can just see that you've done it already. It makes all the difference. And also I believe you need to not try to do everything yourself because there are going to be things you aren't going to know how to do. Like I'm not that great with social media. I'm going to be hiring a social media person, right? But there's somebody else that might be really good in social media, but they're not good at marketing or maybe they don't know how to do their website very well or, Maybe they're not good with accounting or whatever. You need to find people that can help you and can help develop your weak areas so that they can become stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Delegate, hire a team. Yes. <laughs> so much easier when you're not working on it all by yourself, especially because we're not brilliant in everything. We're brilliant yes. in what we're brilliant in. 
and you know we you definitely need Nora in your life because she's going to help you really refocus and and get your messaging and your branding right in alignment with what it is that you want in your business and how you're going to be able to help. And then you show up after she's in the background doing all her magic. You show up and and you're able to be that brilliant person that you are. And I think there's so much to be said about believing in yourself, finding your team. Even if that one person like you're talking about is a coach, get a coach. That they will change your life, you know, plugging myself. But <laughs> what you know, whoever that is for you, help there's social media people, there's marketing people, there's branding people, there's all the back end stuff. Don't worry about it if that's not in your wheelhouse. There are people out there that would be more than willing to jump on your team and help you out because that's gonna save you time, money, energy, blood, sweat and tears. Oh my goodness! When you, if you like, if you bring Nora into your life, life changing, business changing. Oh my gosh, those zeros start popping up in your bank account because you're not doing all the time. What is it, uh, Nora? Like you, you, what you do for people, it just completely helps collapse time for them and getting their message and their story out in, in alignment with their business. It does, absolutely. It uh, takes a lot less time to actually get really clear on what you're doing, what problem you're really solving for people, and why they would really want to jump into your world. So yeah, it's amazing. I've had plenty of people who have been in business for you know, five years or more, and uh, bam, they're getting 42% increase in sales because um, we got that we actually uncovered something that they've been hiding from their audience because they thought it was a bad thing. I'm like, no, that's your differentiator. You've been hiding your differentiator. And they're like, as soon as they own that differentiator, bam, they got people coming in. And so that's that's powerful and amazing and fabulous. And I, I get so excited about that. I love that you said that and going back to even our stories with all of us it's our stories that are what help make us be in our brilliance it's what makes us unique and sharing our stories is kind of almost our calling card to call in our tribe our people that are meant for us to help because we're all here with a purpose we're all here to share a message and every single one of us has that gift and ability and purpose and it's about just being honest, right? Being authentic. It goes back to that authenticity conversation. It, it's so it's such an important thing, and I love that both of you brought that up. I want I want to jump in and just add your information in here too while I'm thinking about it. In this moment, we have spot on branding. If you want to reach out to Nora, what can they find on your website? Oh, what can they find on my website? Me. They can find me on my website. They can find um, my wonderful how to get in touch with me because, you know, I am a person who wants to build relationships, true relationships. So you contact me um, and I will, I will talk to you. I am one of the few people that will actually like reach out back and talk with you because, you know, it really is about that one-on-one -on -one connection. You can't do what I do and it be a cookie cutter kind of situation. You're not cookie cutter. I'm not cookie cutter. And therefore, 
um, you know, just just reach out and say hi to me. That's all. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. And Kelly, this is yours, and I love the. I love the name of yours. It's Warrior Princess for God. I think that's so awesome. Uh, how, what will they find on yours? You've got your books on your website. Is that correct? Yes. I've co-authored several books. Uh, those are listed on there. And then uh, my itty-bitty book on faith, 15 chapters to overcome fear and live a life of victory. I actually have it right here. Hey. Yay, there it is. Oh, there's a camera. There it is. Uh, this is available on Amazon. So they can connect through my website and they can click on the link and it will take them directly to where it's available on Amazon. I love that. Hold that up again. That looked really nice and thin and it'll fit perfectly in your purse. So you can always have it on you. If, mm -hmm. if I think that is such a great, it's almost a manuscript to help you step out of fear and into your purpose. And uh, yes. you can find that on Kelly's website so she can, that it's, just another thing. I love it's it. It's a quick read. You have, um, like it's numbered on one side, it's bullet points on the other side. So oh, it, it's a very quick read. It's, it's meant, you know, not to hold you down in reading for very long, but it has a lot of, a lot of very good information just condensed in a real small book. So it's fantastic. Hopefully it's what you're looking for and it'll be very useful for you I, I feel that it is it'll help you to understand who god jesus and the holy spirit is that's awesome awesome and nora you offer free consultations right so people can I just do. and i also have a quiz on there too i mean i was being oh. silly but you know it's just like i would just rather somebody just reach out and touch me you know kind of not really touch me but you know reach out and, and I, I, me. I don't think i want people to actually touch me but anyway that's side point <laughs> Reach out to Nora and she'll, she'll answer any questions. It's a free consultation. She'll give you some ideas about your business. I just love that. I think, you know, there's, we all have something so amazing to offer. And, and even we have resources, we can point you in the right direction. And that's another thing about really being in your brilliance and being your true authentic self is if we know if we can help you or not. And if we don't, we will say, you know what? I think there's somebody else out there for you. Maybe try this person, maybe try that person. Because when we're in our industries, we know others like us that you know, it, it's about who you find that's going to really align with you and, and really get your message out. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I want to let people know, too, that we have the Unleash Your Inner Goddess Women's Wellness Retreat coming up. I'm going to put that little thing right here. That is coming up September 29th through October 3rd. Absolute amazing must be at event and you will meet some of these beautiful goddesses they will be there um but yeah let's let's take a little short break real quick and have our sponsor commercial on real fast we'll be right back hello goddesses welcome to a real bodies period experience we're here to help you lose inches and fat cells permanently through my magic wand in addition is our Sea of Youth supplements, which help with chronic pain and illnesses by reducing inflammation. We strive to help you achieve beauty from the inside out.
I love it. And helps with toxic getting pulling toxins out of your body as well. Incredible. So I want to go back to this real authentic self. What is it for you, Nora? We'll start with you. When you how would you help somebody find and know that they're in their true authentic self? Because we talk about it, but how would you how do you help them? Right, let me get things. Oh, this, is, this is well, you know, it's one of those things. It's 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 lots of people think they're being authentic and they're being very good at hiding mm. themselves. And so I am I am very um, intuitive. I uh, I I can make really good assumptions and jump to some conclusions about things and understand that there are people um, that there should be if if they are who they say they are um, then the way that I, they answer a net the, a question actually I've already said this is how they should be answering this question if this is who they are there's a if they answer it in a different way then I know that is someplace we need to dig deep in so there was a great, it, may I give an example? Yes, I'd love that. Okay, so there was this wonderful um, uh, person who uh, we wanted to help uh, uh, independent restaurants. And he was very keen on this particular um, uh, de demographic. And I was like, all right, why? That was the biggest question, why? He could not give me a why. He wanted to so i asked him about his childhood did he actually have any restaurant experience in his family or things of that nature and he said yeah my grandfather had a restaurant and i'm like okay this is something right and i said well did you actually do anything in this restaurant he's like yeah my grandfather showed me how to uh use the knife he was the first person to show me how to use a knife pr properly i'm like fantastic and i'm like and didn't you go to school for um you know being a chef he's like no i went to johnson and wales not to be a chef but to understand business the business of of uh, restaurants and i'm like well that's very interesting you know there's something else here so I go back to his childhood. I said, well, tell me more about your, your grandfather's business. And so he tells me about this wonderful business that he created. I said, whatever happened to the business? He said, well, um, my grandfather got sick and then we had to close the business. And then because he was, he was helping everybody in the community, he actually was in so much debt that my mother and my, my aunt had to sell their childhood home to pay for the debt. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there it is, bingo. That's the reason why he wants to help independent restaurant owners because he wants to help his grandfather. That's it, that was the story. Now, if you were an independent restaurant owner and you heard that story, you're like, this is more than just a paycheck for this man. This is actually a truth. He wants to save families from going into debt. He wants to actually help build a legacy. And he did not realize, make the connection between his grandfather, his grandfather's restaurant, his grandfather's fail, failure, and 
why he wanted to learn about the money, about the rest, you know, about restaurant industry, and why he went through all this different training and all this different stuff so that he could help these independent restaurant owners sur survive and thrive. I thought that was a beautiful story, and he was like, oh my gosh, mind blown. And he didn't even realize it. So that's the key to this, is when you actually kind of listen to somebody, there are certain things that they're supposed to, that I feel like they're, they're supposed to say when they actually tell me certain things about their world, and when they don't say the things I think they should, I know to dive deep. I don't know how I know to dive deep, but I know to dive deep. And that's that's the beauty of branding and the way I actually go about branding. Wow, I love that, number one. Two, that's your intuition jumping in there, because you Absolutely. know me, I'm a big intuition person. But I wanna point out what a key thing that you're able to do because you're, you're not taking, okay, we need to do this, this, and this as far as branding and it's, you know, all the nuts and bolts. It's the why behind it. And you're able to figure out those little moments. And those are those key pieces. Those are the key ingredients in that case that really were able to bring that story to life and help him. And now that he knows that story, I would imagine that he's just thriving in his business because when you hone in on that, whew, the sky's the limit. Oh my gosh. Yes, and right now, unfortunately, business owners are really independent business, uh, independent restaurant owners are really in a pinch with all of the stuff that's been happening the last year. So, yes, he is uh, doing lots of stuff to help. That's awesome. That's, yes. I love that. Kelly, authenticity. I was like, what was my question? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. You I need remember. to not be afraid to, to be yourself. Mm. So many people try to be somebody else. Oh, look, she can sing. I, I, I wish I could sing. You know, they sit in a church and they watch someone on the worship team. Oh, I wish I could sing. You know, or they watch someone dance. Oh, I wish I could, I could dance. Well, I'm here to tell you I can't sing and I can't dance. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Can't either. I can't. So, we don't all have those talents. We don't all have those gifts, right? But God gave everybody their own gifts. He made everybody unique. He formed you. He made you to be who you are. And you need to own up to who you are. You need to not be afraid to be who you are. Stop trying to be somebody else to impress somebody or stop trying to be somebody else because you, they, you think that they're better than you are or that they have a better talent or or just that they're just better at, at things. You, you need to learn to love yourself and to find out what your gifts and talents are because God gave you your own gifts and your own talents and you need to find out what those are. And there's even spiritual gifts tests that you can take that will help you discover what it is, what your talents and your gifts are. And then that's where your strengths are and that's where you need to move towards and it doesn't mean it'll come easy just because it's your talent or it, it's your gift it doesn't mean it'll come easy you might still you know have to work at it you're going to have to develop it but it's going to come easier than trying to do something that you were never meant to be or trying to be somebody that you were never meant to be you're never going to see me up there singing 
<laughs> or dancing. That's never going to happen. <laughs> I want to I add on to that, what you just said. What I have found is that lots of people don't realize what their gifts are because they think everybody has those gifts because it comes so easy. They just think the, everybody in the world has those special talents. And in fact, it is unique to them. I know I, I have suffered from that as well, is that I just thought everybody had certain you know, able ability to reason, you know, and uh, spatial recognition and things of that nature. Um, and those are a part of my gifts. But unless you like have somebody in your household that doesn't have that gift and you're like, why don't you? Why don't you, why, why don't you do it this way? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, that's maybe something I do special. Right, so that's another thing that sometimes when things come way too inter way too easy, and other people around you are like, I don't know how to do that, and you're like, Oh, it's simple. I'll just do it for you, kind of thing. Yeah, that might be just a um the clue you need to know that that's your special power. That's your brilliance right there. But a lot of people they look at singing or dancing or playing a musical instrument almost as like it's like the only talent out there, right? Because it's up there on stage, it's on TV, it's on the radio. I mean, it's it's like everywhere. And a lot of people don't stop to think, well, administration, that right there is a gift. Accounting, working good with numbers, that's a gift. Not everybody can do numbers. Not everybody can, can run a team, can, can be an administrator. Compassion, mercy, those are my top two. And every time I take the test, it comes out, compassion and mercy. Those are my gifts. So then you find a way, okay, how can I use compassion and mercy? How can I use these gifts to help others? Wow. So it really helps when you know what your gifts are and how you can use them to help others. I love it. Yeah. And keep trying different things. If you don't know what they are, keep dabbling. Try exactly. this. Try that. If you don't like it and it won't get at it, probably not your gift. Move on. You know, it's okay. Yes. <laughs> It is. And you know, you, you're not going to have the same talent as your sister or your brother either. Yeah. My brother is very, very smart when it comes to math. Not me. I always say, I didn't get the math genes. So you can have someone in the same household as you and you're not going to have the same gifts. You're not going to have the same talents. Yeah. And I think that's an important thing I want to touch on. So perfect example of what, who you need in, on your team bookkeeper, accountant, you know, <laughs> someone that takes over where I'm weak. You don't exactly. want, you don't want someone on your team who has your strengths. You exactly. want someone on your team who has your weaknesses so that they can help build you up in those areas that you're weak. And that's how your business is going to grow. You don't want a whole bunch of you on your team. You want opposites of you. <laughs> you don't want all you. Yeah. Right. And remember, it's not about you. <laughs> I love it. What an awesome conversation. We touched on so many things. I want to go back and make sure, well, let's put our names up there. Woohoo! There's us. <laughs> but I want to, again, uh, Nora, your, your website, they can reach out to you, find all your information, <clears throat> free consultation. You have what was the ten dollars? We, we have a quiz. We have a brand audit. There's all kinds of things on there. So yeah, <laughs> check it out. 
and, and again, even just for a consultation, you'll be so inspired after talking with her. And Kelly, your books are on there. I think that fear book, what was the title of it again? It's your amazing itty bitty book on faith, 15 chapters to overcome fear and live a life of victory. I mean, who doesn't need that? Yes. Reach out to Kelly, find out how to get that book. I think you said there's a link to Amazon or something on your yes. website. What an amazing first start or jump. Even if you don't want to talk to anybody, you're stuck where you are. You're not sure. We kind of talked about the difference between the two types of fear. If it's moving you forward and propelling you or holding you stuck, read Kelly's book. I think that's going to be a great first step, even just to help you understand where you're at. What an amazing conversation, ladies. I just adore you. <laughs> I love your brilliance. I'm going to add here real quick to the Unleash Your Inner Goddess Women's Wellness Retreat. Again, the dates are September 29th through October 3rd. Check that out. If you want, you can go back and rewatch this show on Aphrodite Enterprises on Facebook. And if you're interested in anything else I have going on, jump onto KimberlyACoaching.com. I have free books. I have discovery sessions. Those are a free call. We can talk about whatever. Um, but again, ladies, you want to throw out any last advice, words? I would love to hear. You're both just brilliant. So Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I just want to say thank you, Kimberly, for having me on your show. And Nora, it was fantastic and wonderful to meet you and get to know you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for everything. Yes. You know what? Real quick, we have another minute, and I think this was interesting. Before we jumped on this conversation, you two were talking about, now these two ladies have never met each other, and they have so much in common. We were, before we hit play, we're like, oh my goodness, and it was such an amazing conversation, and so I wanted to just point out that you never know who you're going to meet. Go out there. Get out of, out of your comfort zone because that's where you really stretch and grow. And you never know who you might meet, just like these two ladies. You can see Kelly. She's got those beautiful redwoods behind her. Nora's like, I grew up in the same kind of situation. I live in on two acres. I've got forests behind me. And I, it just and we like polka dots. We both had your brother polka dots. <laughs> like, it's just you never, never know who you're going to meet. So, you know, as the brilliant Robbie Motter always says, just show up. Just yeah. show up because you never know what treasure you'll find, what treasure you'll meet. And ladies, again, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. You're brilliant. The book is coming out soon. The Goddesses Among Us book is coming out soon. So we're going to start promoting that here in a little bit. And you get to read their stories and find out their incredible lives that they've lived. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you. Let me find all my buttons here. <laughs>